Welcome to Base Liberty, your source for politics. The government is way too big, way too intrusive, we are overtaxed. History. The right to self-defense is a natural, God-given right. The founders clearly understood this. Economics. We can't just keep printing off money, we can't just keep borrowing money. If you think this path is sustainable, then I've got a bridge in Brooklyn to sell you. And more. From a Liberty perspective. I've got to disagree with you there. The income tax is clearly immoral because it assumes you don't own the fruit of your labor, the government. With your host, Darren Wisely. Deregulation and decentralization are the answers if we're ever going to get this thing back on track. We need to look to families, churches, and charities, not the state. Welcome to Base Liberty, episode 37. Darren Wisely here. Happy Thanksgiving. It's November 26, 2020, and I uh, hope you're enjoying the day. hope you're enjoying the longer weekend. I know it's been a little bit longer since my last episode. I did warn you last time that uh, I'm getting real busy the next couple months, so these are going to be more sporadic. So make sure to hit those notifications so when I do upload... Uh, you can stay on top of things there. I know it's Thanksgiving, and I figured there's probably less content out there in terms of other podcasts, other things to listen to, so maybe I could fill that void for you guys. Maybe you were just waking up from your uh, post-turkey nap, need something to listen to because the lions suck, or you're on a on a trip to visit family, um, or you just need something to do on the weekend to listen to. So that's what I did here today. Now, with that being said, uh, Thanksgiving, it's, uh, if you would have told me a year ago today that, well, next Thanksgiving, uh, the government's going to tell you you can't celebrate it with your family, or they're going to limit how many people you can have, or there's going to be curfews at t of 10 o'clock in some states, or all the restaurants are going to, well, I mean, I know it's a holiday, but they're going to be closed Irregardless of Thanksgiving, I would have laughed you out of the room. <laughs> this is America. They can't do that. We have, you know, a government that respects our natural God-given rights. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. How wrong I was. What rights do you have if they can be ripped away from you at any given time? <laughs> well, of course, not very many. It's a sad, sad state of affairs. And that's why I definitely was planning on doing something about the lockdowns. Because my frustration just keeps mounting. Um, now we know the government's not going to back down on these. I know Governor Whitmer here in my state of Michigan isn't going to say, you know what, I was wrong. I mean, when when is a politician who's acted like a tyrant ever admitted they're wrong? I mean, they never do. It doesn't matter what party, what ideology... Uh, they just don't do that. A great analogy, uh, this was Dave Smith months ago. He was talking about um, a video talking about, uh, it was a documentary talking about abortion. And I can't even remember if it was a pro-life or a pro-abortion uh, side of it. But he said there was this uh, abortionist who had been performing that job for, you know, his whole life, 25, 30 years, whatever. And they asked him, if 
if he had any ethical or moral concerns about, about his work. And he said, well, no, of course not. There's absolutely nothing wrong with this. Okay, I mean, that's a position some people have. But what Dave pointed out is, he said, well, of course you don't think there's anything morally wrong with it. You've done this your entire life. This is your career. I mean, imagine if he did have concerns. If he said, you know, this is kind of messed up, what I'm doing, killing innocent babies. He would basically be admitting to being a psychopath or a sociopath. And that's kind of how it is with these politicians. Of course they're going to say these lockdowns are fine when they've been doing them for months and months on end. They can't say six months later, yeah, you know what, uh, maybe it was wrong to ruin the economy. Maybe it was wrong to kill all these people from deaths of despair, uh, take away their livelihoods and their future. Knowing this, going into the lockdowns, that's why I was always against them. As Milton Friedman says, there's never such thing as a temporary government program. 15 days to flatten the curve. I knew it wasn't going to be 15 days. Come. <laughs> you don't have to be a medical expert or understand anything about it to know it's never going to be what they say it is. And that's the thing. If they think it's right in the beginning, they're not going to change their mind. Now, some people have, but not the government officials putting these policies in place. Because then they'd be admitting they screwed up and they're responsible for all the destruction, which, of course, they are. And that's what I'm going to get into. So that's the problem with these people. They can't even think for themselves. Yeah, exactly. Half the country just wants to kill their grandparents. How'd you know? How'd you know? The level of that argument is so low IQ, I can't even comprehend it. Like, that's your level of critical thinking? Oh, someone disagrees with me, they must want to kill grandma through COVID. <laughs> and you see, I've been flipping the script on them. And this, this was actually interesting, because on Facebook, someone uh, was saying that you want to kill grandma, just the stupid room temperature IQ garbage. And I said, well, actually, you want to kill people through suicide and starvation and deaths of despair and take away their jobs, their futures, their reasons to live. You want to kill people slowly. That's even worse than killing them, you know, with 10, 10 days of COVID. You want them to starve to death. You know, that could take weeks. Oh, he said, don't, uh, don't use that tactic and pretend you care. And I said... Okay, well, thanks for proving my point. That's exactly what you guys are doing all the time. Assuming evil intentions and wanting people to die. So, ha! When it's flipped back on you, you don't like it either. But you see, these people are responsible for all of this. Now, I did a COVID week. You can look back. Uh, those are some of my most viewed episodes I knew I was going to, I wasn't sure what, but I came across this published today on lourockwell.com. Of course, I've mentioned in maybe two or three other episodes. This is an article by Gary D. Barnett. He's a retired uh, businessman, financial advisor. Uh, he's been on Judge Knapp's show. 
Anti-War Radio. He's written for Future of Freedom Foundation, LouRockwell.com, as I mentioned, Mises Institute, and quite a few other places. Um, so he's been around. He knows his stuff. And he, he's got this really good article titled, All Those Supporting Lockdowns and Compliance Have Blood on Their Hands. And he starts with a quote by Henry David Thoreau. Disobedience is the true foundation of liberty. The obedient must be slaves. There is one thing that is perfectly clear about this predicament we are in today concerning the tyrannical takeover of this country and the world by the controlling few. That is that the people of this country are their own worst enemy and have no claim to the victim argument because all their problems are self-induced. Every order taken has been voluntary and that idiotic behavior has led to disaster and death. The powerful have not used guns and bombs to gain the submission of the American people. The people simply did as they were instructed, down to destroying their livelihoods, harming their own families, hiding under their beds, wearing daily, deadly masks, and allowing their lives to lose all meaning. Cowardice at this level is so pathetic as to border on insanity. What happened to this society to make the inhabitants act in such a pitiful and sorry manner? Is it simply fear? I think not. And real fear drives people to protect themselves, not voluntarily allow for their own slavery and death. I mean, what a great opening there. It's exactly, exactly what I've been saying and thinking. This is self-induced. So he goes on, but there is much more to this mob reaction than meets the eye. Most of the people in this country not, not only comply with every single draconian mandate, but also demand that others do so as well. This means that most of the citizenry are not only destroying themselves, but also wish to inflict the same result on everyone else, especially those courageous dissenters with brain cells and the ability to see through the deception. This gives new meaning to the idea of the herd choosing equality by wanting everyone to be slaves so that they can continue to wallow and complain about their chosen lot in life while hoping for their rulers to save them by dominating them. What this exposes is that many of your neighbors are your enemy more so than any government. The people themselves are to blame for this travesty. And I, it's so sad, uh, but it's so true. I mean, they don't need the Patriot Act to spy on us. Uh, they can have your neighbors do it for you for free. Um, it, it's quite creepy. It is brutally obvious that this general population cannot see past a television screen locked onto CNN or Fox. And since both sides of the political spectrum believe almost identically, what chances are there of any awakening by large numbers of people? It seems that the ruling members of society have carte blanche in their efforts to complete this communistic and technocratic takeover because not only is there little, if any, real resistance to autocratic rule, but the sheep are actually helping those that wish to control them. They have become the state as they promote tyranny against all and are willing to monitor and surveil their neighbors on behalf of the government. This country has become a breeding ground for state-sponsored stooges. The term that people are basically good has been turned on its head. The lockdowns alone are responsible for massive deaths and destruction and are now being ramped up around this country and the world in gleeful anticipation of the coming flu season. 
The upcoming holidays will be used as fodder to blame all those who wish to be a family and friends for causing new outbreaks of a fake virus. This, while the state's favored donors like Walmart, Costco, Amazon, and others are claimed essential businesses. piece right there is deep, it's to the point, and it covers everything wrong with what's going on. I mean, these government actors are evil. But so are the snitches, the people going along with this. Yes, in the beginning, I get people were scared. But at, at some point, you got to wake up. Eight months into it, you got to realize this can't go on. And for some people, for a lot of people, it hasn't. For the people that have died of starvation, who missed routine medical procedures, maybe they needed a cancer treatment. I mean, the stories go on and on. You got to look it up. But the problem is, of course, the mainstream media doesn't cover it. So the sheep say, oh, it, it didn't come out of that black box. It must not have happened. You're a conspiracy theorist. Okay. But that's what our society has come to. You see, we've been trained to believe everything we hear and to do as we're told. And for the last hundred years, it's been very pernicious. Starting through the education system. If you go to college, all ability to think critically is stripped. And then you go on the mainstream media and it doesn't matter what channel you watch. It's all pretty much the same thing. Now they try to make it a little different. It's like Pepsi and Coke. I mean, both are going to give you diabetes and kill you. But they want to give you the illusion of choice. And that's what the mainstream media is. But this year, 2020, they ripped the Band-Aid off. It's so obvious. They're not even pretending. And that should alarm people. But the thing is, people are so indoctrinated now, they don't see it. And that's the only reason they're pulling this off. Now, how much longer will these lockdowns go? I don't know. My theory has always been, if Biden is going to be the president, and whether he will be or not, and all that is definitely going to be a totally different episode. But say he is, I always thought, okay... Now that Biden's the president, they're going to have things go back to normal. And you've already been seeing it. They've already crowned him president-elect, which an episode or two ago I spoke about the issues with that, that the media doesn't decide who the president is. They're already saying, well, maybe this isn't as bad as we thought, and they're kind of slowly getting us ready to, you know, go back to, quote, normal, uh, because... Then they, the economy will be better, all of those things, civil unrest, and Biden can get credit for it. But then there's this talk of this great reset of, you know, I haven't done a lot of research on that. Of course, it sounds totally Orwellian. I mean, it is. It, it doesn't sound like it. It is. If it, whether it's put into action or not, I don't know, but the concept is Orwellian. And maybe this is permanent uh, to an extent. I mean, certainly the precedent is. Whether whether they keep on with this uh, indefinitely, the precedent's there. I mean, how are you going to start a business 
if at any moment in time it can be pulled out from under the rug. I mean, it truly, truly is disgusting. The most tyrannical thing this government has ever done. Do not forget what these people did. I mean, maybe things do get better. Do not forget it. Because this is evil. This isn't a difference of opinion. Suicide. Depression. Substance abuse. Businesses that people spent their whole life. Their blood, sweat, and tears. Just to put food on the table. To earn an honest living. Destroyed. Children's future. What are they going to do? They don't know. Being a kid's already confusing enough. I couldn't imagine being in, in these high school kids or, or college kids' shoes. How do you plan for the future? I mean, a lot of people, especially younger people, are going to fall into complete nihilism. Now, these elites, they, it doesn't hurt them. I mean, they have money. They're in gated communities. They're going to be fine. But what baffles me is how, you know, middle class, upper middle class, suburban, whatever. I mean, maybe they're fine. Maybe they still have the money coming in. But they defend this stuff. Don't ever moral preen, grandstand, virtue signal to be, I care about people. Well, you don't care about the people starving. You don't care about the people committing suicide. You see, they can't contend with these arguments. And then they don't want you to spend the holidays with your family, but it's fine to go Black Friday shopping. It's fine to loot, destroy, in quote, protest. You see, I don't see how anyone can sit here and pretend like the concern over COVID is real. When one day you can't have a family get together and the next you can go Black Friday shopping with a mob of people. That right there tells you everything you need to know about the real seriousness of this situation. Now what to do? Uh, band together. Don't comply. I mean they can't arrest all of us. A lot of people on uh, law enforcement, especially on the lower levels, they don't want to enforce this stuff. They're not going to. Reach out reach out to your sheriff, your local police department. See where they stand on this stuff. Join together with your small businesses. That's what we're doing here in Hillsdale. Um, you got to resist. I mean, you can't sit there and just take it. I mean, if Mike P Tyson's punching you, you're just going to sit there in the corner. There's no ref to pull him off you. You got to fight back. And it's scary. I get it. Arms, ammunition, food. Things might get worse before they get better. I sure hope not. But the economic collapse. Uh, I mean, even if this lockdown's ended tomorrow, you know, our Thanksgiving miracle. I mean, the economy is going to be just... We're going to feel the effects for probably at least a decade. I mean... Our other economic, you know, going back even the Great Depression, uh, you know, 89, um, 08, 2000. I mean, we've had a lot of economic recessions, downturns, but I mean, this one is so clearly self-induced. None of them have just been, oh, we're going to shut everything down voluntarily for a year. I mean, it could be more. 
But you can't reason with these people because they believe everything the mainstream media tells them. But it makes it no less evil. It's sad to see this could be, if we don't change something, if we don't step up the decline of civilization. I mean, we're seeing it right before our eyes. We have technology. We have so many nice things that we should be thankful for. But yet we're going to live in fear of a virus with a 99.99 survival rate. Now's the time to take a stand. Your friends, your family, your coworkers. The more people that are willing to resist, the harder it is going to be to keep this going. See, there's more of us than there are of them. But how do they control us by this illusion of power? We have to take back our lives before it's too late. I mean, I just can't believe people are really not going to spend Thanksgiving with their families because the government told us to. <laughs> it really, really is a sad state of affairs. But hang in there. Get involved. Know who your friends are. And know who the enemy is. Because the enemy doesn't care about you. The lockdowners don't care about you. They care about power. Power is a drug. It's addictive. And most people, when they get a hit of it, cannot stop the lust for more. You see it with Gretchen Whitmer. Gavin Newsom. Lori Lightfoot. Now, her eyes are social distancing. Just a creepy looking woman. But it's time to take a stand. It's now or never. Um, I just thought that was a real good article. Wanted to add a few more of my thoughts. Uh, I'll try to be back with you next week. Probably only have one episode again. If you got any requests, just shoot me an email. And uh, and we'll go from there. And uh, we'll talk to you soon. All right, everyone take care and enjoy, uh, enjoy your Thanksgiving.